What is the focus in your STEM classroom? Do you love team building activities? Or perhaps you spend most of the year on engineering design? Claire and I discuss a quiz to rate your STEM lesson or program. Plus, we talk about some exciting projects we're working on, including Alphabet STEM for Kindergarten and an epic space colony competition. Enjoy. Hey, I'm Claire. And I'm Natasha. From college roommates to co-founders of Vivify STEM, pull up a seat as we discuss our experiences as aerospace engineers, teachers, moms, program directors, curriculum writers, graduate students, and friends. This is the STEM Space Podcast. Hey, Claire. Hey. <laughs> so uh, where are you at? So um, for those of you who are listening, you can't see me, but I am in a car. I have my two older kids at swim lessons. It is 100 degrees. At, no, that's it's not. It's 105 degrees outside right now. And I have my six-week-old in my lap. I've got a nursing cover draped over the car windshield to try to provide some shade. So um, this is kind of a winging it. Time <laughs> type of episode of like I've got 20 minutes let's talk because I have stuff to say <laughs> oh my gosh mom life right there that's right we were just talking before we hit record about how even though it's your third it still has challenges you don't just know what you're doing right yeah it's still a baby and yeah there's they still don't have a manual for every baby that comes out so yeah it's just I don't have my life together and I don't remember how to raise this baby, but she's alive still. So I think I'm doing something right. <laughs> and adorable. And hopefully she we is. get to hear like the other episode. <laughs> well, hopefully she'll stay asleep in my lap yeah. right now. Okay, we'll so. <laughs> <laughs> yes. okay, well, let's tell, despite also having a baby, you have actually been working on some projects. And so let's tell our listeners kind of what we've been working on this summer. So Claire, what exciting project have you started and almost finished yes we're so close at the time that we're recording this we only have like seven more uh products to push out Ooh. which i know that sounds like a lot but it's alphabet stem super excited about this so even though i've been very sleep deprived every moment i get away i've been working on this along with our amazing other team members that have been helping to push this out. Shout out to Emily, cause she's amazing. She's been going through it with me and pushing them out on TPT. We'll get them on our website soon, but here's what it is. We've talked about it briefly before in several episodes back, but this is intended for kindergarten. It can be used for pre-K, can be adapted up to first grade, but it is for every letter of the alphabet. There's a product that has several activities in it that all relate to that letter. So for example, letter M, we're talking STEM here, so it has something for science, technology, engineering, math, and a career focus. So letter M, science concept, talks about magnets, the technology, now here's a stretch, mnemonics, Oh. <laughs> um, engineering they get to create a marble maze which is always really fun math practice they talk about measurements and get to practice measuring things and the career focus is a meteorologist so kids get to do like weather forecasting so it's really fun so many activities packed into each product and we have one for every letter of the alphabet so if you are a lower elementary teacher and want to fill out your year and you're freaking out because you're like, what am I going to teach for the rest of this year? 
this is going to be your like saving grace. This is what I've done the last couple of years with my kinders and we have had so much fun. We never got to all the activities because there's just so much. So it will totally fill out your whole year. And, and I'm I, really excited. I remember you talking about this years ago with your oldest, right? Where yes. she was making A and it was the astronaut puppet. And you're like, I'm going to make this into a whole alphabet curriculum. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. And I've been waiting and you've like timed it perfectly because now my daughter is learning ah. letters and you actually said her letter. She claims the letter M as her <laughs> letter because her name is Madeline. And mm -hmm. I think these activities would be perfect because right now they're learning each letter every week in her preschool. So this is like perfect. I'm going to hand it off to the teachers and they can, they'd love it. Yes. Yes. And what's so great is that it's interdisciplinary. Of course, that's what STEM is all about. And so they're using the letter in so many contexts and that is really what's going to help them be able to hear it, which is key in kindergarten as they start learning words and spelling and all of that fun stuff. So uh, I think this is going to be a huge help to educators out there who need something like this, which has been asked for several times. We always have people, especially for pre-K, that are like, what do you have for us? Um, now we have a ton. So mm -hmm. uh, really excited about that. And this is part of our shift here at Vivify to develop longer units. Uh, so we mm -hmm. had gotten into the groove of engineering design challenges and these would take, you know, a week to a couple weeks. And that's our stage two STEM has been kind of like our niche, but it really has been requested to have a semester long and a year long program uh, set of activities. Cause that's how we operate, right? Like right. your classroom teacher, I run space club. I don't just do random challenges. They all connect and build up from stage one all the way to stage three, which is a perfect segue to what we just released, which is rate my STEM lesson. Um, so this <laughs> is a shout out to Michelle and the Vofi team. Uh, she created this really awesome quiz. So if you are new, a listener and don't know what I'm talking about, check out the three stages of STEM and you can actually take a quiz on our blog right now. It's the latest blog post and we'll put it in the show notes. You can take a quiz to tell you what stage your lessons are in. And I actually got a comment on Instagram of a teacher who took the quiz and mm. she rated, used it to rate her program actually. Because oh. she was like, I wonder where we're at in terms of like how we plan our overall STEM elective that she runs. Mm. She's like, yeah, I'm stage one. <laughs> haven't made it to stage two or three and she was very frustrated because she's like I don't have a lot of time my district isn't giving me enough resources and so she asked for help um, and she's elementary third through fifth I believe so I'm gonna okay. pass that one to Claire yeah that's prime uh, ages for doing stage two so she needs to get in there and for those that are new to Vivify and you don't know what the stages are Natasha, you want to do a run through of what the stages are so people might be rating themselves right now <laughs> as they're <laughs> yeah. listening? So we have this handy dandy little checklist that's in our free resource library. But basically stage one, uh, we've called like the quick build icebreaker type of activities. So take a bunch of index cards and build your tallest tower or with pipe cleaners or um, you actually have a lot of creative ones here, Claire. But the idea mm -hmm. is it's like starter foundational skills. They are building communication, 
teamwork, and then just like the skills of building and how do you manipulate materials. And we love to still have a career connection. So I know like one you did recently, Claire, was the upstairs, downstairs brain. Yes. Yes. So talking about social, emotional learning, ways that you interact between the students, building those relationships, things that you really need to be able to move forward because you can't do a more advanced challenge unless you have those basic skills. So those are, even though they don't seem like STEM, they are necessary. So those are stage one that you definitely need in any program. But you don't want to just be stuck there, especially as you get with older kids. So stage two, what's that? (laughs) Okay, so stage two is our engineering design challenges. Everything in stage one that we just talked about fits within stage two, and then we build up to it. And now we introduce the engineering design process where the kids should be planning before they're building, and then they should be testing with constraints to improve that design integrate some technology, use some math to collect and analyze data, apply science concepts. So let's say you're doing a catapult challenge, thinking about the stretchiness of the rubber band, so that's like elastic potential energy, the um, angle of the launcher for that catapult, having more of a real world scenario, so relating catapults to the catapults they use on aircraft carriers to launch an airplane. Those are stage two challenges. So Claire, how does that fit in like, so this kinder STEM Mm -hmm. that you just talked about, are you adding in stage two with that? There is, there are flavors of stage two. Now I wouldn't say that this, I, I don't really consider it stage two, even though there's quote engineering design challenges where they create something like a marble maze, like I mentioned, they're, they're creating something using materials and you do talk about some science concepts, but they're really too young to be able to uh, come up with things on their own. You have to guide them a whole lot when they're that age, but it's just to give them some more experience on being able to problem solve, but really giving them an area to practice those stage one skills you need to be able to communicate you need to be able to critically think and you know use that creativity to do those things so but it's not real stage two but it does prepare them for later on when they get to do the real stage two challenges and then that leads to stage three (laughs) yes which is my favorite but you know a lot of people they think okay well how much stage one how much stage two and how much stage three do i need to do the emphasis i think we stay in stage two most of the time. But when you get into older kids, like upper elementary especially, is when you start doing stage three. And those are the longer term projects. A lot of research goes into them. You use the stage two design process, but it incorporates more, it's more open-ended. So for example, your Mars colony competition, I love that project. We're doing that this year with um, my uh, middle schoolers. So those more open-ended long-term projects are stage three. Think of competitions like rocketry competitions. Those are stage three. So it's using everything from stage one and stage two, just making it a lot bigger. Yeah, and there's it should be more open-ended and have a research component and that should mimic more of like a real world scenario. Mm. So both Claire and I have done the weather balloon. That's like an epic stage three, very open-ended. You can pick whatever science experiment you want. The kids got to do their own research and figure out what science they wanted to learn and then voted on it. So like 
the idea there when you compare that to a stage two like catapults project it's very structured there's clear design constraints they're kind of more focused on the designing and the building and the testing whereas stage three they take all those skills so all of stage one and two wraps up into stage three builds that foundation and then they're like oh let me research what actual engineers are doing that's related to the weather balloon the mars colony competition is cool because it's so open-ended that the options the kids come up with the scenarios are very creative and you could do hydroponics you could do mining on the moon to figure out ways to extract oxygen so it's almost can be adapted to as complicated as you want uh, for my middle school kids we spend the whole second semester is mostly focused on a stage three project by the way i haven't announced this yet but it should be ready and open by the time this podcast comes out, we are launching a space colony competition that is open to all schools. What? Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> so like what kind of space colony competition? Any kind? <laughs> we are limiting. Claire's already like, I'm going to Jupiter. I don't know. What, what right. were you thinking? <laughs> Titan. want to go Ooh. to Titan. Ooh, Titan. Or Europa. Oh, so many choices. <laughs> Later. Okay. We'll get there. I, yeah, so I, I called it the Colony <laughs> Competition to leave it open-ended. But for this one, they are focused on the moon and Mars. Mm, because yes. we have the Mars planning game and the moon planning game that helps scaffold this project so it's not so open-ended the kids are overwhelmed, um, it gives them that support to really come up with some cool designs. This I'm considering the seventh annual Space Colony Competition because I've run six other ones in person in San Antonio. The kids were like physically there building stuff. Um, so I'm excited to launch this in like a virtual format open to any school that wants to participate. So we will definitely share more details as that comes out. Amazing. Well, I'm really excited about all this. Go take the quiz if you have not already for two reasons. One, to analyze your own program to make sure that you are maybe uh, not missing out on some opportunities to incorporate a different stage that you're not right now, but also to show your admin if you're like, hey, I wanna do more STEM, and they're like, well, why? You can be like, well, according to this quiz, I'm only in stage one, and I need to do stage two and stage three. Look at all the opportunities that we have. I they could be like, oh, you know? So go take the quiz. We linked everything in the show notes. If you're a kinder teacher or lower elementary, check out Alphabet STEM. I think you'll love it. Please send us any questions that you have as you're planning out this year. We want to help you make it amazing. Awesome. Well, STEM space out.